Alabaster International Ministry presents Jesus Celebration with Prophet Kofiudru. This is the season of the celebration of Jesus Christ. Come on, give God the glory. Are you clapping? Bless the name of the Lord. Come on, I can't hear you, I can't hear you, I can't hear you. Hallelujah. And you please recall my sentence, please. We give God the glory for his love and faithfulness and mercies. God is a good God. Sister, I <laughs> God is a good God. You can breathe, you can see, can talk. God is a good God. I know a man of God, a man of God, one of our fine colleagues, wake up this, woke up in the morning, one morning, and his face had bell palsy in London. Bell palsy means the name we It's a stroke that affects only the face. Normally preach normally the next morning that was end of ministry and I didn't preach again I said God is a good God but two hands are lifted I sing two songs just one line of each Yes, who made you fool? Unewo, Miriba, Awunyo, Nemo, Epua, Sochi, Reba, Naso, Rewa, Miss, Famisi, Famisi, Emma, Aji, and Qua. to whisper a word of thanks unto God in just 10 seconds I want you to think about your life and say thank you whisper thanks oh <laughs> thank you my God 
give you the praise. I exalt your name. Yes. Hallelujah. The two hands are lifted as we pray. Mawa dumno emrans. Yes, Rawu. Oh, in a mawa dumno emrans. Yeah, yeah. Yes, here I will. Sing it for the last time. My word to me. I'm right We ask your goodness even as we give thanks. You are a good God be exalted and be magnified how excellent and magnificent is your name in all the earth you sit and thrown in a cherubim of glory upon the mercy seat eternal father this morning we have come by your grace from every part of the city of Accra into your presence we even thank you for the lives of all our friends who have joined us on television on radio and online Thank you for the grace and the life that we enjoy. How wonderful is your mercy, your benevolence, and your grace. You are God. You don't need the help of anyone to be God. Over 8.2 billion people on the face of the earth, your loving kindness and tender mercies stretches everywhere. And long, young lions do lack and go hungry. But even them, they look up to you for their daily prayer. Thank you. From January until now. Ah, it is only the conscienceless. Who does not reflect? But we reflect over your goodness and your kindness and your mercies. I bless you for your faithfulness. the provision the protection from january the people that have died we are not more than them and they are not more than us i bless you giving you glory the glory is still yours thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. We bless your name. This morning we submit our hearts unto you. Bless are the pure in heart. 
for they will see you I pray that you would take over their hearts and do us good and remember your mercy in the midst of their wrath in Jesus precious name somebody shout amen are you clapping are you clapping clap 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 give him glory bless his name adore magnify exalt his holiness glorify the king give him praise in the house of God you move mountains and cause walls to fall with your power yeah you perform miracles there is nothing that's impossible we're standing here only because he, that's that's true we are here only because he made a way say a good amen john chapter 12 verses 20 and 21 john the 12th chapter the 20th and 21st verses the bible said there were certain greeks among them that came up to worship at the feast the same therefore came to philip which was of the of galilee and desired him saying sir we want to see jesus the same therefore came to philip which was of the of galilee and desired him saying sir we wish we require we desire we have come to see the christ profound profound statement profound statement sometimes i you know pick it up from verse number 19 and i'm working it up and bringing it down the bible said then the pharisees said among themselves perceive ye how ye perceive nothing behold or watch out the world have gone after the christ the world have gone after the crystals there is nothing that will be for the certain certain minds to be altered their world has gone after him having read that i will read luke chapter 21 verses number 34 through to 36 the Bible said, take it to yourselves. Lease at any time. Your hearts be overcharged with suffering and drunkenness and the curse of this life. And so that they come upon you on our words. As a snare, the Bible said, it shall come upon all them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch ye therefore, and pray always that he may be accounted with thee to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Watch it therefore, pray always that he may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Very profound. Let me read it in my language. I wish I can explain that. There is a day coming. When I saw that in the book of Acts, the 17th chapter, it, 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 it really humbled me from verse number 31. In verse 31, the Bible is very clear. He said, because he has appointed a day which he will judge the world in righteousness by that man whom he has ordained wherefore he has given assurance unto all men that he in, in, in 
that he had raised this man from the dead. There is a day that God has appointed to judge the whole world in righteousness. A day appointed. And so interestingly before he said it in verse 30, he made a submission in the word of the Lord in verse number 30. He said, he said, in the times of ignorance, God God winked at, winked at, but now commanded all men everywhere to repent. God. Put it in my language just for clarification. Interesting. As if you can. Hebra, ubuna nikuzo. Hebra wotoa namuni muno, ubuna nikuzo. Niyema bi wana nyami ubuna nikuzo. Oyeba nyami yashedan ubuna niyaguzo. Because you were doing it out of ignorance, you were doing it out of malice, you were doing it out of lack of no knowledge, lack of knowledge or no knowledge. He intentionally winked over it. This is interesting. Now he, he has commanded, take this into NLT in the scriptures and possibly the Bible said that God overlooked people's ignorance about these things in earlier time. And to be catching them, he said, Abraham, Solomon, this is the reason when they can have as many wives as they can you know God intentionally overlooked it God when Judah went and slept with Tamar in the book of Genesis the Bible said it was the overlooking of God over that thing. Even when he realized in the end it was his own daughter-in-law. The Bible said the, the gratuity or the collateral of having sex with that woman was the inheritance of the family. But the Bible said when you the Bible said, and Noah was intoxicated in his tent until his son found him in weakness, in vulnerability. But the Bible said that God had overlooked it. He intentionally overlooked it. And so you are going to find all these people who live in the dispensation of law. You know, the people, you are going to find them enjoying the grace and the benevolence of God. When we get to heaven, don't be surprised that certain people have their seat very high. They are rewards very numerous. Because, God, he overlooked it. I'm talking to you. Hear this. This is very profound. Yeah, in those days, the Bible said he overlooked. Can I 
imagine that he overlooked in those times of our ignorance but now commands everyone everywhere to repent of their sins and turn to him this is the gospel this is the gospel nothing else commands every commands men from everywhere to repent to repent from their sins and turn unto him you didn't come to meet your friends this morning you have come to repent and align your life with the will of god so that you don't die in your sins and go to hell i'm reminding you believers christians born again people i'm reminding you <laughs> the one the Nicodemus uh, came to Christ in the night, the Bible said they were having a conversation in John chapter 3 and when he got to verse number 3 hey, interestingly what Colenius was talking about was absolutely different from what Jesus was talking about, from verse number 1 the Bible said interestingly you know there was a man by the name Nicodemus a Jew, Jewish religious leader who was a Pharisee, the Bible said very clearly after that one evening he came unto the Lord and said Rabbi you know we know that God has sent you and you teach us your miraculous signs and evidence is from God and then he said to him Jesus now the man is talking about he had called Jesus Rabbi and he is referring to his miraculous sign and wondrous ministry but Jesus very quickly turned the man's heart to the essential he said verily i say unto you except a man be born again he cannot see the kingdom of god nothing to do with miracles nothing to do with the miraculous i give god the glory for the miraculous and the supernatural i thank god for the anointing and the grace and the love and the goodness of god but this this conversation had nothing to do with the miracles and the works that Christ was doing. The Bible said very categorically, he said, except a man be born again. Dear you, he didn't say, except a man goes to church. Dear you. He never said that. Except church is a byproduct. Church is a byproduct after you have been born again. Church is a byproduct after the transformation of your heart and your mind. Except a man be born again, he cannot see, he cannot see, he cannot see, he cannot see, he cannot see. Let your attention come here. He cannot see revelation, sight, visibility. He cannot see illumination apocalypsis he cannot see there are many people that are in church but are blind there are many people that are in the pulpit but blind there are many people oh let me go further there are many churches that are blind all these foolish churches in the park quality you know bring synapse and you know poor libation in church and all these madness that have crept into the work of god i'm telling you seriously i'm blind people absolutely blind i'm telling you the reason why africa is struggling in vulnerability is because of blindness 
the Bible said the God of this world have blinded the eyes of the sons and daughters of disobedience that they should not see. Their eyes have been blindfolded. There is a blind, I'm talking to you. There is a serious spiritual glaucoma that is going on right now, ladies and gentlemen. And I stand here by the grace of God. You know that the glorious light of God, of the gospel of Jesus Christ will break forth like the box of alabaster this morning for God's people. If people make promises and they don't keep the promises, including I will marry you, disappoint you, they are blind. I'm telling you, they are blind. The reason why this person is seriously looking for an opportunity to hurt you is because of blindness. Does not know what it is. See, this is why Jesus said categorically. Jesus said, interestingly, when he made that submission in the word of the law, he said this very interesting. He looked at, he looked at that from the cross. You know, he said, Father, forgive them. For they know not what they are doing. Forgive them. It needs forgiveness. The reason is because the people that are killing him are blind. Think about it. Father, forgive them. For they know not. They know not what they are doing. They are doing it, but they don't know what they are doing. Think about what I just said. They are doing it, but they do not know what they are doing. They are doing it, but they do not know what they are doing. They are do- People are into occultism. Yeah, the spilling of human blood, war and rumors of war, have reason against kingdom country against country leader against leader because of blindness very interesting then he went further interestingly and said to Nicodemus in verse number Nicodemus pushed an interesting verse in verse number 4 of John chapter 3 he said to the Lord he said he said to him he said how 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 can this be how can a man enter the second time into the womb of his mother and be born the second time and then Jesus made another submission and said I say unto you verily except a man be born of water he is now bringing the elements of salvation of born of water and of the spirit he cannot enter into the kingdom now this water he was not only talking about water baptism the word the washing of water by the word was what he was talking about so he was talking about two things John chapter 15 verse number 3 he was making the submission the Bible said the word which I have spoken unto you has made you clean. The power of the word comes with water. Yeah. The Bible said you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Then he was talking about Ephesians chapter 5 and verse number 26. The Bible said interestingly that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. And then he said in the next verse he said that he might present unto him himself a glorious church not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing that but but that it should be holy the church should be holy the church the church it should be holy the church the church should be holy the church should be holy the church should be holy the church 
should be holy. The church should be holy. The church should be holy. The church should be holy. The church should be holy. You you are the church. Not the building. The church. You should be holy. The church should be holy. Without blemish. The church should be holy. It should be a holy church. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord as I submit and peel. And this is the very reason why, ladies and gentlemen, I have been working on the submission of this particular series. I started by talking about the seven wonders of the end time and then went further to talk about the seven wonders of hell and then also went to talk about the seven wonders of heaven. And then I came to talk about the seven wonders of God's judgment. Now I am here doing the last bit of the seven wonders of uh, the Antichrist and so I will read First John chapter 2 and verse number 18 the Bible said little children it is the end time and you have heard that the Antichrist shall come even now I say there are many many Antichrists even now I am saying that there are many Antichrists even right now there are many Antichrists Many antichrists. I want you to think about that statement. Even now, amen. Even now, amen. So then, you are not going to only fix your eyes on personalities. Because the antichrist will come also, listen to this. The antichrist will also come in systems. Systems. Decisions, choices that are going to be, t- listen to this very interesting, that are going to be, you know, systems, plans, and you know, administrations, tenor, stewardship, that are going to be antichristal. Nobody will tell me what Yaya Jamet did to the 44 Ghanaian young men who died in Gambia was a godly thing. Yajame locked 44 Ghanaian boys from Draso, you know, and uh, the BA boys who went through Sireso into Gambia, locked them in a room until they all died. He locked them for almost about, the boys stayed without food and water. They were, they were climbing two months, three months until one die, one die, one die, one die, one die. Yajame did that. Till today, Ghana government has said nothing about those boys who died. I ask the question, if those boys were sons and sons of ministers, if they were children of, uh, you know, chiefs in Ghana, if they were children of possibly preachers, will we keep quiet? If they died as if they did not exist and they did not follow, their lives never counted. 44 of them. Antichrist! Yeah, so you are going to have leaders that are going to purport decisions that are going to hurt, hurt people and are going to also hurt the name of Christ and the things of Christ and the kingdom of Christ that is going to be antichristal. So I put these points and I said, number one sign of the Antichrist is sorcery. And I'm, I'm talking about, you know, all these things that have crept into the world. And I, I am talking about the, the sorcery, divination. I'm looking at, you know, the pollution, the contamination that have hit the pulpit. We are going to see all that kind of thing. It's a wonder of the Antichrist. Please put the points on there for the people of God to follow. They are going to follow this particular conscript you are going to see blasphemy in the in the pitch 
it is a sign of the antichrist yeah you are going to see you know these boys will, will leave church and join illuminati it is a sign of the antichrist yeah that is what you are going to see you are going to see illuminati churches old masons free free masons and old fellows you are going to see the occult groups tell me Ghanaian leaders who are in authority who don't belong to these groups I just mentioned tell me which of our leaders does not belong sometimes you can have one leader in a particular place and people can die in that particular sector you don't understand accidents you know you have let's say an entity a department a ministry or something and you are going to have a leader that belongs to freemasons or old fellows or illuminati or belongs to any of these cultic groups and then you realize that he has not touched anybody but the people within his fraternity are dying like dogs antichrist antichrist in ghana when you talk about freemasons Freemasons come against you because Freemasons is everywhere. Freemasons sit in authority. Our politicians are Freemasons. You are going to have judges and have, you know, people, you know, who sit among them. And when they are dealing with issues, they deal with issues on those lines. They can say, let's make that one a president and it will be. If this is not true, how can some people can sit in the world and say the population is too much? Nonsense. The population is too much. Let's decrease them. Let's create an epidemic and let's bring an epidemic and kill some of them because the population is too much. I'm talking about Antichrist. Who gave you that authority over another person to be able to say that the people are becoming too many. Let's create a system and then let's wipe some of them off. Create a system and wipe some of them off? Like serious? Are you serious? Let's wipe some of them off. So something happened and you nobody can tell me that the people that died from COVID-19 was just normal. Nobody. There is nobody. It was a created thing. Wipe some of them off. And then we were here and sitting in our houses. Today thousand people have died. Two thousand people have died. We are talking about human beings. Who? We're talking about human beings. The bombs that are flying around the world are killing human beings and not trees. Human beings are dying off. Human beings. And so they can mention figures like today there is a bomb that went into that place and that bomb killed 200 people. 200 people? You call 200 people just? One stadium disaster struck at the Babayara Stadium. Ghanaians cried because we had lost almost about hundred and something people. It was an issue. June 3, when we had some few people die, we cried and lamented because our brothers and sisters are gone by flood and fire. You are telling me that 5,000 people have died. And that is no news. Antichrist. The second wonder of the Antichrist will come in this particular sphere. Contamination. And the contamination is not only going to be of the pulpit. It's also going to be of the heart, the conscience, and the motives. God is going to, God is going to be austere. 
said today we are going to put God out of his place we will give no reverence and no honor to God again contamination the pulpit has already been contaminated oh contamination of the pulpit we are losing the essence that the pulpit is the epicenter where God has placed his holy name we had all I have said this story many times one day when we were children growing up we went to play in the pulpit of the Presbyterian church in America where you know we fellowship that day they I mean they they beat us and beat us and beat us why because we have gone to hide in the big pulpit you are not even supposed to come close to the altar let alone the pulpit now you have young boys, Ghanaian boys who sit in South Africa and kiss young ladies in the name of deliverance in church. I have said to you, one day you are going to come and you are going to, listen to this very carefully, you are going to come and you are going to see, you know, churches in Ghana and Nigeria and parts of Africa and all stuff like that. You are coming to see, you know, people having sex on the altar. That also is coming very quickly. That is a level of contamination. Already we have, you know, pastors raping young girls in their offices. All kinds of madness. There are certain reputable churches that you never thought can do certain things. Shocking! Now they have pastors who are molesting, marginalizing, castigating and reducing the name of the Lord to nothing. And their leadership cannot rebuke them. So now we have the generation of Eli who cannot rebuke his own children. People are messing up and misbehaving in church, in government and nobody can correct them and put them in order. Yeah. I went to an office of a uniform force and I saw young girls in the front office looking at their misbehavior. I said to myself, these girls are doing something very, very, very promiscuous in this place. And then whilst I voiced it out, the young man standing there said, hey, also, aha, young kahasemu. The shame misbehavior of the young ladies, no rank. Because, ladies and gentlemen, there is something about promiscuity. We will be chimping I'm telling you, it is for some new obichimpana. Sani pano umume umume yere umunyame umubonsam umubia adia biba betina ni mu yefrane mumoyo iniquity comes to live in the heart of that person and that iniquity begins to rise and climb up and do very crazy things in their lives. Small girl, but umubia bibia betina ni small girl. You have crossed your line. You have crossed your line. And you have lost dignity and respect and honor. Yeah, that is what you have lost. You have lost that. It's so sad. Sometimes we see an honorable, we all call him honorable because we believe he's honorable. Honorable, honorable, we are bowing to him. And the young girl does not even, the young girl sees the honorable as trash. 
Because we be a better young girl. We be a better young girl. And so the Bible said in the book of Ecclesiastes, he that breaks the hedge, the serpent will bite. The serpents are going after the, the hedge breakers. The moment you break the hedge, serpents are after you. Temporary pleasure. Temporary pleasure. Five minutes of pleasure would deny you a whole future. Temporary pleasure. I've seen great men, great people. You know, lost opportunity, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, lost great opportunity. He that picks a pit shall fall into it. And whosoever breaks the hedge, the, the serpent will bite or shall bite him. Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse number verse number 8. Now I go further to the next wonder of the Antichrist. Look at the third wonder of the Antichrist. And it's a wonder of deception. Yeah, deception. The fourth wonder of the Antichrist is a wonder of the new world order. I said if a man marries a woman and give birth to children that is the order that god instituted now we have a new order and the order is two men will marry and adopt a child and then that is a new order two women will get married and then two women are going to you know live together and one woman will say i am husband and another woman will say i am wife and they go and adopt a child yeah we are going to have all kinds of things different kinds of things like surrogacy is going to be an another author yeah you know i can look at you you're a woman and say come on baby you know i want to have a child but i don't want my wife to have the child but i want you to have the child for me it's a it's an order Thank you. oh yeah oh so then the girl you know impregnates and then have a child for us and then the moment the child comes we will receive the child oh another order you know comes into the picture like you know you have a woman uh, receives a proposal from a matter is an order it's an order that god institution the bible said therefore shall a man leave father and mother and cleave unto his wife and both of them shall become one flesh therefore what god has put together or joined together let no man put asunder now we have a man living with a woman for 10 years having two children no marriage no bride price that is a new order that is a new order honor your father and your mother that your days will be prolonged on the earth you know we met every elderly person who was every elderly person you know was a father to us and a mother to us now we can have small boys pick up phone and talk to their or my reduce insult or my and say all kinds of swelling words and hateful words to the chief because it's a different order a young man can sit you know on radio television online and insult men women of god castigate to reduce them to nothing because it's an order it's a different order this is why i keep telling you know our elders i said be very careful with the kind of decisions and choices that you guys are making because very interestingly if you are not careful this generation don't respect anybody 
and there is a generation coming the bible said does not honor father does not respect mother yeah they are still ashab souls there is a generation that does not honor it i mean that generation is a generation that you ought to be very mindful and concerned about and this is the generation in which i live in the lord calls them they are the generation of tongues and berries that is the kind of generation into in uh, ecclesiastes chapter 30 and verse from 19 he was talking about that particular generation he spoke concerning them categorically listen to how exactly he was able to say ecclesiastes chapter 30 verse number 19 3019 the bible said interestingly he said there is a generation that does not on a father you know if there is no 19 let's start from verse 14 and let's come down and see how it will go you know uh and then there is a generation that has no place you know there is no ecclesiastes that there is proverbs chapter 30 proverbs the 30th chapter proverbs chapter 30 verse number verse number 19 put 19 let's work all right look let's start from verse 14 in the 14th verse the bible said there is a gen okay go to verse 13 you know he's making the submission in here there is a generation that is lofty let's start from verse 12 it's not part of my submission there is a generation that is pure in their own eyes it's still in verse 11 it starts from there there is a generation that cares at their father and there is a generation which has not blessed their mother i'm telling you there is a very strange generation it does not bless mother i mean i have seen a woman come here for all the way from the equipping reach the woman is sick but her children are living just on the junction the children have called the woman a witch they beat the woman to the point that when we give the woman money to go and for her confessionaries and her medication you will not believe that the woman listen to that the woman will they will molest their own mother and collect the money from their own mother and then the woman starts crying generation that does not bless mother it's a generation the next verse that says it's a generation that is pure in their own eyes and yet are not washed from their filthiness there is a generation also who are lofty in their own eyes and their eyelids are lifted up there is a generation whose swords whose teeth are swords and their jaws are knives this is a wicked generation I have told Jubilee House, be very careful the decisions because when you go out of office after your turn at this generation, even if you die, they will exhume your body and burn it. This generation. This generation have no honor. This generation can look in the eyes of an elderly person and call him a fool. This generation. This generation is an antichrist generation. It's an anti-Christ generation. This is a wicked generation. Let your mind be here. It's a very wicked generation. And so I go further and talk about, you know, last week I was speaking to you about, you know, the worship that is a, the fit wonder of the Antichrist, the worship of worldliness and materialism. You know, now I'm living in the generation where, you know, the gospel is being preached by, uh-uh, people will want to rather worship materialism. I wear a Louis Vuitton, Chibon, Shisha, Shadom, Tom Ford, Brioni, I wear a Versace, I wear an Armani exchange, I wear this and that. But we have even forgotten.
up in the name of the Lord that is a strong tower which the righteous run to it and they are saying we have a, the name of the Lord rather does not come into the picture we are rather boasting of things that are worthless and perishable things the Bible said the world passeth away and it's last thereof but they that love God trusting God in blessing a generation shall abide forever I'm, t- I'm telling you so we're looking at this particular you know generation and we are seeing the worship of God what worldliness the preachers have been able to tell us very interesting things contrary to God's word and they have told us you know when you have this car it means you are blessed you drive you live in this house you live at East Ligon Cantomens or Laboni you fly first class or business class it means that you have financial dominion you are wealthy the Lord has blessed you. I want to ask you the cocaine dealers who live in East Legon and West Legon and all the places, I want to ask you who has blessed them? Who has blessed them? The people in Ghana who have bought our system. Who has blessed them? So I'm standing here presenting the pure gospel. Christ in you. The hope of glory. Not nonsense. Christ in you. Christ in you. Not Christ in your mind. Christ in living in the inside of you. That is being born again. Christ in you. The hope of glory. When Christ lives in the person, godliness and contentment comes to live in that person. Christ in you makes you heavenly minded. You know, Colossians chapter 3 and verse number 1 makes you heavenly minded. Yeah, Colossians 3 verse number one makes you heavenly minded the bible said if you have been reasoned with christ seek the things which are above where christ is seated at the right hand of god and the cognitive he goes further and said you know and set your affections on things above and not things on death how many pulpits can say this set your affection on things above Yesterday, many people were buried yesterday. We are not going to be any exceptions. The only reason is because our time has not come. So you are strangers and pilgrims upon the earth. You should be able to hear the truth of the gospel. So that when he appears in his glory, you will not miss him. Jesus is coming again. Jesus is coming again. Jesus is coming again. Jesus is coming again. Jesus is coming. I don't know who I'm talking to right now. Jesus is coming again. Let me talk very quickly to you about concerning, very quickly concerning the next wonder of the Antichrist. The next wonder of the Antichrist. And I'm going to talk to you about the deadness of conscience. Deadness of conscience. Now this generation has no conscience at all. The deadness of conscience. <laughs> is the next wonder of the antichrist 
first Timothy chapter 4 verse number 1 1 Timothy 4 the Bible said now the spirit speaketh expressly that in the last times or in the end time some would depart from the faith giving attention to seducing spirits and the doctrines of devils speaking lies in hypocrisy and having their conscience snared with a hot iron in the GNT version in this verse 2 the Bible said interestingly such teachings are spread by deceitful lies and the Bible said whose conscience are dead dead conscience now I'm living in a place where the conscience of the people are it is a wonder of the antichrist you are going to have you know people put a camera in the face of a little boy and the little boy will speak blasphemous things against the name of the Lord and people will praise the boy madness are in the heart of a man Ecclesiastes chapter 9 and verse number 3 madness is in the heart of a man the, the generation has no conscience our conscience is dead this is why we have no love love for each other you see the prophet of God apostle George Williams the Lord bless him in our own night God sent you know the guy is speaking strangely and he's speaking mysteries serious mysteries we do all this without the love of God in our heart ah that is an antichrist not that's an antichrist there are people standing here speaking in tongues but you can't feed your mother look at him shut up shut up stop your nonsense and go and feed your mother I know a preacher who is here in a crowd. You all know her. And she's making noise all over the place. Her mother lives in a beautiful And the mother, you know, is going hungry. Strangers are feeding her mother. When I'm a come I won't listen to you. I don't care what you are saying. Minty. You know there are people conscious. I'm talking about people you guys will cherish and celebrate and honor. Preacher is living at Kotobabi and wife is living at East Lego. For one and a half years. They come to church. They don't talk to each other. They are trying to just keep it together for so everybody to know that they are still husband and wife. They don't want the stigma of divorce. Conscience is dead. Dead conscience. By the time you go, they are sweating, shouting all over the place. This is why we have diabetes with us, high blood pressure with us in church. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. I want to ask you, how did the Holy Spirit come to live with diabetes? Think about it. Think about it. Think, think about what I just said. diabetes. The conscience is dead. We are preaching, but the people don't care. They live anyhow. There are people sitting here right now. You know, the life they live, if we tell you they do this, you will never believe. Never! You will never believe. Dead conscience. You don't believe what I'm saying? Let me start from preachers. Dead conscience. We all know so a papa penimuye na yebunu or director of But you will not believe has wife and have so many girlfriends. 
Now I'm living in the Ghana where if a young girl wants a nice car, they befriend the minister. They will give you just a little envelope. Take this envelope and go to any car garage. There is a key in it. Go and drive off your car. And people are in Kolibu giving birth on the floor because their conscience is dead. This Christmas, we will give them Bible and tell them, uh, Honorable Minister Days, we'll be reading our first lesson for us. Nine lessons and carols. Honorable Minister of this, we'll be reading first lesson. Honorable Minister of that, we'll read second lessons. We know how wicked and deceptive the heart of this guy is. You come and say, now, our first Bible reading will be taken from Isaiah chapter number. Now, Michelle, this guy is already in hell. I'm talking to only to the wise. The conscience. Conscience is dead. Dead conscience. Dead conscience. Dead. dead. He was talking about, you know, whose conscience is dead? As if it has been burned with a hot iron. This is the wonder of Antichrist. <laughs> Somebody can be in church with the same people. They can hit you, say all kinds of crazy things about you. And when it comes to pray, because they don't have any conscience. They do not have it. They are here with gimmicks. They have no conscience. They are forgotten that they are pilgrims and strangers. If they take microphone to pray or sing or do anything, you will not believe that. Is this the same person? Dead conscience. There is no conscience. Gone are the days where a person sleeps in their boyfriend's house and comes to church and they feel so guilty, run to the altar, confess their sins and cry in tears during worship. These days, they will carry their suitcase and go and live in somebody's husband's house whose wife is on holiday for three months and by the time they come, they are the first in the dancing floor. I got joy, 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 joy overflow. They can sing it because they have no conscience. You people feel like Christianity is just dressing up and coming to church, but that is not true. Christianity is not just sitting in church. Christianity is being the salt of the earth and the light of the world. Christianity is godliness. Christianity is wisdom. Christianity is holiness. Yeah. Christianity is good motives. Christianity is good works. Christianity is representing Jesus Christ. Christianity is productivity. Christianity is functionality. Christianity is practical. Christianity is not religion. It's a lifestyle. It's a culture. It's a mindset. Oh, clap your hands, all you people. That is rather Christianity. The people go to church, but they are broke because they will not work. Because they will not be responsible. I mean, when I look at the irresponsibility of our churches, I mean, I, I sometimes go, uh, it, it really amazes me. The irresponsibility that I've crept our churches from, you know, here to there, it will amaze and blow you apart. The irresponsibility. 
Christianity, Christianity. It's not a joke. It's not, it's not, you know, hey, 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 hallelujah, jumping out. No. This is why judgment will begin from the house of God. First Peter chapter 4, verse number 17. It will begin with the preachers, the apostles, the bishops. I told the day, I said to the day, I said, listen to me, middle. There are many things in this generation. But the way adultery and fornication is, is really wiping this generation off is serious. president, minister, lines. A jamai, 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 a I'm telling you the truth. Would you 50 days fasting You follow somebody's husband, you will die like a dog. I told you the truth. I'm talking to you. Follow, so keep, keep, keep following. Because you are following somebody's husband, the person is crying, your children have become so miserable, and you feel it's a blessing. It's because your conscience is dead. There are people here who have embezzled funds in their workplaces stolen money from company coffers. It will never be well with you. I told you the mind of God. It will never be well with you. Umansa Majai. It will never be well with you. Poor borrowed money from banks. Borrowed money from Abruchiri. And they have run away, blocked their phones, blocked their assets, and they are here. I have joy. But you busy got here. I'm talking only to the wise. People are accountants stealing money with their conscience, their dead conscience. And they come and sit here and say, You are a Christian? You surprise me. You really surprise me. You have impregnated somebody and you know this child is yours. And you are walking about this Accra and you don't feel anything in your conscience, you have a dead conscience. You have a dead conscience. 
this is the same conscience that is dead which is a you know i wonder of the antichrist people can be living in america uk europe and all that they have wives and children here but they can still marry or live with another woman as if nothing has happened one incident happened here at dome point one it shook me a woman business woman amazing woman helped her husband those days connection paid for connection for her husband connection man to go to america the woman you know did everything paid for ticket and all that and you will not believe for the first one year the woman would change dollars from accra and send it to america to her husband until he had a job when he had a job then the woman stopped this woman has built a house massive mansion out of her business one day her husband came back after 10 years with a white woman before the husband came the husband made very interestingly to uh, the woman and said to the woman i have already told this lady that you you are my house help didn't even say sister therefore i want you to behave yourself as a house help cook for us clean for us you know try and serve us and all that kind of thing but you know that between me and you we are husband and wife the woman told me she said prophet you will not believe that these guys came to live in this house for two weeks if i tell you my heart leaped from my chest cavity and fell off. These guys are having sex morning, morning, morning next to me. Right in my own house. The house was not my husband's paid house. I bought this land. I built this house. My husband came with his girlfriend into our matrimonial home and had sex for two weeks. The conscience is dead. Dead! Anybody who is finding it difficult to say sorry, you have a dead conscience. Oh, sweetie, I'm sorry. I, I hurt you the last time. I'm very sorry. You can't say this. Your conscience is dead. I'm telling you. Can you just imagine? Dead conscience have collapsed many marriages. Dead conscience cannot even say sorry. I will repeat this saying sorry does not make you weak, it makes you responsible. It makes you responsible. Take the responsibility that I messed up. I'm sorry. Is that new town and say sorry? New town and say sorry. New town. Pastor Eastwood nailed down in church. And begged all his pastors. Ask me what did he, he do? Nothing. 
Then I learned that saying sorry does not put you at fault. You say sorry to only to bring peace. In Kenya, one day, they had a national prayer service. At the time, it was President Huru Kenyatta. He stood there and told the opposition leader, Raila Odinga. He said, Raila, my brother, I have hurt you with so many hurtful words in our political agitation and elicitation. Please, today I stand on national TV and I apologize. I beg you. I beg you. I beg your party. I beg your family. I have hurt you. I have wronged you. Whilst he was saying, he was crying. Then he knelt down. The president, he knelt down. Then the opposition leader got up took the microphone and said, Mr. President, I have also hurt you. I have also said many, I, am, I have never seen anything like that in my life. Never. Like MPP apologizing to MP NDC. These dead conscience people. Raila was crying. Huru was crying. The nation! They are no choice but to go to husband and wife. Baby, I hate you. Forgive me. The brother, I hate you. Sister, I am so... President is apologizing. This is how a nation heals. Not the kind of hurts and divisions we have. God like, why are you For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. I am calling on this church. Repent. Repent from your dead works. Repent from your dead conscience. I'm talking to this nation. Repent. 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 Repent, repent, repent. John the Baptist, when he also started, John Matthew chapter 4, verse 17 years old, he also came with, the, you know, the message. Repent. Jesus rather. Repent! For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent. Abba, sorry you've been coming to church fellowshipping here, hearing all this and can still sit in the mess. Many lives have become like dogs who vomit in the morning and return in the evening to eat the vomit. Repent. I mean if you go to church and you are sitting in a church for one year and you have not heard a message like this, you are in the wrong place. You are in the wrong place. This kind of message does not come, you know, occasionally. This is every Sunday. God bringing your heart to alignment. My dear, life is not all about cars and, you know, I have this and I have that. One day we will all leave. Everything will be put aside. 
where you live. I thank God for all that he has made you. But where you live does not matter. Who you are does not matter. One day we will all appear before God and uh, you will account for what you are doing with your life. Then you will know that everything is vanity. Vanity upon vanity. All is vanity. Your clothes are vanity. Your shoes are vanity. Your bags are vanity. Your cars are vanity. Your houses are vanity. Your plays are vanity. One day you will die. This is not just an occasional message. Every Sunday, come to the place of alignment. The conscience of this generation is dead. And when a conscience dies, I met one day at Vision One, a woman that has made a baby, two babies with his own, with her own son. Biological. Obia no I saw something on, I don't, I am not a TikTok person. The first day they opened TikTok for me, I said, no, I don't need this. Get an administrator to run it. Mm -hmm. I saw a little TikTok video of a young girl who has given birth to a son. A son is almost about 10 years or 11 years. And they put up a live camera and the woman is telling the son, have sex with me on camera. This is an underage, a minor, having sex with his mother on camera. That is a generation. That is a generation. And so when we come to sit here, it will be nonsense for me to tell you that you are going to America. It will be nonsense. Rather, it will be righteousness for me to tell you, repent and make it right with God. Come to Christ. Come back to your first love. Come back to your senses. Come back to yourself. Repent. Come back. Clap your hands for the Lord. Whilst I will be wrapping up, God willing, the good news is that this is good news. I shared it at the all night. Next Sunday, the 12th of November, we are bringing our father, Reverend Isud Anaba, into this house one more time. Humility 2023. Only one Sunday. Morning session for the first time. Next Sunday, we are going to have a joint service. W3 and F5 together. We are receiving Reverend Isut in the morning session. Then in the evening at 6 o'clock, we are receiving him in an impartation, anointing, and a prophetic service. Are you screaming? So next Sunday is humility 2023. I have canceled too many things on this Sunday, so I don't want to miss it. I can't miss it. Six, next Sunday, by this time, it is Reverend Eastwood that will be standing here. Next Sunday, by this time. It's a joint service, so if you don't come early, we, you know, you will be under the canopy on the street. We put a canopy there, you will be under the canopy on the street. What the first time we are having a joint service is will be next Sunday, the 12th of November. Reverend Eastwood, another of Eastwood, and our ministries and Fountain Gate Chapel is going to be here. Morning, evening, morning, and evening. This is going to be awesome. Hallelujah. 
Let me congratulate my mother, Dr. Chrissy Dotete, on her 29th anniversary. Ah, it was awesome. Wednesday, last Wednesday, Thursday, and last Friday, we hosted the AG1. Apostle General Samgranjankra was there. It was an awesome, awesome, awesome service. This morning, we are having a Thanksgiving, and that is amazing. We give God the glory. My mother, we celebrate serving the Lord for 46 years, and solid rock is 29 years. The Lord bless you. We love you. Congratulations. Say a good amen. Stand to your feet, let's clubs. Clap your hands. Clap your hands. Clap your hands. If you are listening to us on Sweet Melodies, Vision One, Boom FM, uh, Unia TV, Amansan TV, Facebook, YouTube, Podcast, about Tampa Radio, we are so thankful and grateful to have all of you join us in this service. My name is Kofi Odro. I would love to pray for this nation. Our country has a dead conscience. Our nation has a dead conscience. Our leaders have dead conscience. Yesterday I was telling the day, you know, deep down in our prayer, I woke up and I said to the day, I said to her, I said, this nation needs a leader, not a politician. We need a leader, a leader, somebody, not a supervisor, not a boss. We need a leader, somebody who has the common touch, but also understand where we are going and how to get there. A leader. A leader. You need grace. As far as I'm speaking to you, Ghana is bleeding. Oh, this nation is on autopilot. It's only the grace of God that is keeping us. Please. I'm telling you. Should we meet a national crisis, we will crash because there is no plan. I'm telling you. Should we meet a national crisis like the crisis of Ukraine, we will crash. Because there is no plan. Can you stretch your hands? Because the Ukraine crisis is not only war. It's also survival. There are people still living in that nation and they need to survive. They are not working. How do they eat? It takes a leader to take them through that. And so out of their reserves, look at the little crisis we had at the Volta River spillage. Everybody was taking food to them. I want to ask Ukraine, who is taking food to them? They have planned, should there be a crisis, food enough for the next five years without anybody paying for it? Fuel, electricity. That is a leader's job. That's a leader's job. You know, when you speak like this, people feel you don't like somebody or, you know, you don't like our president or you don't like there is nobody who loves my president in this room than myself in my house if you mention the president's name bad in my house it will not be good with you if a person loves you he tells you truth and this morning I can, I can boldly with the love of God Stand on this altar and tell your excellency. Any man go you. Any man go here. If people around you are telling you otherwise, then they have deceived you, sir. Your popularity is going down. I'm telling you, out of love. Your right hand is on your heart. Play the national anthem.
It's okay. I promise on my honor to be faithful and loyal to God and my motherland. With all my strength and with all my heart. Our heritage won for us. So help me God. Stretch your hands on this altar which is having the flag of Ghana on the altar of the Lord. And pray for this nation. Pray for this nation. You are asking the mercies of God. To come through for Ghana. Pray for this nation. Can I hear you? Pray for. Pray for. Pray for Ghana. Pray for this nation. Pray for this nation. Oh. Yes. Save your nation. Deliver your people. Grant us grace. Oh! Heal our land. Help our leader. Heal our economy. Save our city. Save our city. In the face of contemporary currencies. Bless our national reserves. Decrease our national deficit. Help us, O oh God. Give us the fiscal discipline. In the mighty name of Jesus. This week, wherever you'll be going, whatever you'll be doing, bring it before the throne of God. And I want you to prophesy in the name of Jesus that the light of God will go ahead of you. The light of God will be your the light of God. The light of God. The light of God. The light of God. Can you put your two hands on your heart? And this is, we want to ask God to restore us to conscience. Godly conscience. Wash me, cleanse me by the blood that flow on call. I am coming. That's right. Coming on. What? He cleanse me that flow on God. I'll tell the Lord, please restore me to the joy of your salvation and renew a right spirit within me. Bring me to the place of conscience. Bring me to the place. Listen, if you sin and you don't feel like you have sinned, you are on your own. You are on your own. That is that is how Lucifer feels. There is no more conscience. There is no more conscience. If you feel like sin is not sin, 
you have lost your conscience. Somebody asked, how can sleeping with just another woman be a sin? You've lost conscience. You've lost conscience. How can sleeping with my sister be a sin? You've lost conscience. How can raping somebody be a sin? You have lost conscience. You've lost conscience. Restore us. Oh God. Restore. Restore conscience. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. This morning you want to give your heart to Christ. Wherever you are on TV, online, on radio, in person. Say dear Jesus. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me in your precious blood. Write my name in the book of life. This morning I receive eternal life into my spirit. I am born again. I am a child of God. I commend you to God to the word of his grace that is able to build you up to give you an inheritance among the sanctified in the mighty name of Jesus. May the Lord continue to favor and grace you as never before in Jesus' precious name. You are blessed. I dispatch you into this week and say the signs and wonders, miracles will be your portion. The Lord will aid you and help you and open doors for you. God will send you helpers. And I declare in this November, the month of provision, God will be your provider. God will provide for you in the name of Jesus. Everything that you are trusting him for. In Jesus' precious name. Somebody shout amen. Are you clapping? Before I sign off this morning, I would love to use the opportunity to thank God for all our speakers for fasting and prayer. Uh, Forest and Pibokas here, fasting and prayer. Are you clapping? Fasting and prayer 2023. I want to thank God for uh, Prophet Ebenezer Akonai. God bless you, my prophet. Apostle Josiah Oben Jr. God bless you, my apostle. Uh, Reverend Sia Stephen Obey Amwakon, the sight of God come alive. We want to thank God for you so much, and we want to thank God for Prophet Frederick Danso. The Lord bless you, sir. We love you, we appreciate you. And let me thank God for Apostle George Williams, who was here last Friday night. Ah, amazing man of God. The Lord bless you. Myself and my daddy, we are grateful to everybody who was part of five, the five days in the mornings, in the mornings, in the mornings, 8 to 10, 8 to 10, Monday to Friday, plus and all night. The Lord bless you. Now your testimonies will come like an eruption of a volcano in Jesus' name. You want to join us for our offerings this morning for the people online on the television uh, information is on your screen for those people on radio zero two four nine eight zero nine nine
0529-0249-8011 From all of us here at the Kwabinampo Memorial Temple Tesano in the city of Accra, Alabasta International Ministry, when righteousness becomes a lifestyle. Breakthroughs, it becomes a thematic. May the Lord bless you. I love you. See you at the second service. Catch it here. Catch it the what of the celebration of Jesus Christ. Alabaster International Ministry presents Jesus Celebration with Prophet Kofiudru. Venue, Tesano Worship Center near Tesano Gardens. Come and encounter a deep and total renewal in Christ. For inquiries, call 0202-614-781. Oh, 